Welcome to the Random Ask Podcast. If you couldn't tell by the name, this is a podcast where we bring on random guests, we ask them random questions, we try and learn a little bit. We have local people that know what they're doing and are masters in their fields, and we try and just have a little fun while we're trying to get a little educated. I'm Taj Sander, a local realtor with Royal LePage Westman Realty. I meet a lot of cool people in real estate. I sell good houses, I buy good houses, let's get into it. On this week's episode, we've got Emilio Pinota, a local legend who is an artist of many sorts, and we are super blessed to be in his presence. Welcome back to another fun week. This week, we got a multi-talented person, musician, um, songwriter, author, probably uh, One day. adult film star. Um, you name it, does it all. Um, Emilio Pinota. Hello. Emilio, why don't you tell these guys where they can find you on Instagram before we start? Uh, well, I'm all over Instagram. I got uh, Emilio.r.p for Instagram and then uh, Divine Bovine yep. Records and uh, Holy Cow Studios. And and Mother Son. Yeah. Who do you perform with? Is it just Mother Son? Mother Son, yeah. Echo Beach is, uh, we're still like, it's, it's a thing. It's just we're on hi- hiatus. Mac uh, moved to Revelstoke. He's living idiot. the mountain life. Dude, he's he's doing it. He's going full tiny home. He's hitting it hard. Good for him, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good but, for him. but you know what? Nah, no, we don't need that negativity. Nah, nah, Kamloops nah, focus. Nah. We love Kamloops. We love this city. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. I don't think you are either. No, unless I'll be, I'll probably just be hitting the, like, the outskirts or something. If you find me at home. Camelson surrounding area is yeah. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at a place in Pinatown that had a really nice detached garage Ooh. um, to build a studio in because yeah. that's kind of the, the goal now is, uh, yeah, starting fully starting a studio in town yeah. or like wherever I end up being able to build the studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was Pinatown was the, the, the closest option so far. That's I just, I need a place where I can have it detached from the house. That's like something. Dude, Pinatown's not even that, like, we're so spoiled living in this city. We think, like, West Side is far. And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, totally, minutes, totally, And totally. Pinatown is literally, like, 20 minutes away. And it's like, oh, man, it's such a drive out there. But, like, it's not that bad, dude. No, 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 no definitely not. I, I think in the winter would kind of suck, like, you know, driving home at night and stuff. But I I have, like, one friend up there that, she doesn't mind it at all going back and forth. Yeah. She said she's used to it. She just said that she like goes to the farmer's market less now because of it, mm. which makes sense. I mean, there's like those little amenities that like you kind of lose when you're up there, just like kind of making things a chore to like head back to Kamloops. Little but, things. Yeah. It'll like, it'll get harder if you have kids and then like if they're doing like yeah, sports yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, totally. And you're just heading back and forth all the time. Yeah, that's when you get them a yeah. horse and you're just like, this is... Yeah. This is your sports. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like deal with this. Yeah, you're a horse person now. Yeah, exactly. So are you, are you getting a studio done or what's, what's the deal then? Yeah. So I've been qu- like quietly, uh, purchasing a bunch of gear that I know I need before I like can fully say I'm a studio. I'm, I'm there now. Like I'm, I'm recording bands at, at my studio now. Yeah. Um, and it's 
working like I have a control room the size of this room probably and then a live room that is uh I should know how big it is but it's a good size for yeah. like it can fit a whole band recording like um, a big band yeah <laughs> hey, dude I could I could probably get like eight people <laughs> eight eight would be squishy but but I could do it yeah. for sure um, like Gogo Bordello's in there, just to dude. Like. Gogo Bordello, that would be a loud room, but I would, I would love that. that, yeah. would be, that would just be giving her. They, yeah. oh man, they must be a trip to to record live. I, they must record. That's where I'm like wanting to center my stuff is uh, to attract Gogo Bordello. Gogo Bordello, <laughs> Gogo Bordello, and any potential other. The, actually, CBC on the drive here was playing uh, Turkish psychedelic music. I was like, wow, this is that's so dope for CBC to be like a whole block is just Turkish Turkish. <laughs> it's good. It's dude, it's so hip right now. The Turk that like that stuff is is dope. Is it like psychedelic rock and roll? Yeah, it's like uh yeah, but it's it's it it's slinkier and it's it's really cool stuff. Dude, I've heard a few gems on CBC mm-hmm. and it's been good. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I can't, dude. I can't remember the names. That's of, what happens to me every time I get I home, them, and I'm I like, I have them on my Spotify, and I don't have my phone with me. Yeah, but yeah. there's like, there was a solo bass player that did like a jazz solo. I don't know what oh, it was. Cool. And cool. I was like, they did like the whole story on him too. Um, he ended up killing himself. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but it was really dope, and I wanted to show Jesse because I was like, man, you could flip this into a cool hip hop beat by like sampling it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, there's, it was such a cool little sample. That's, but that's cool. I'm just starting to, uh, learn how to figure that out with, uh, my buddy Stu, who's quite good at, um, he's, he loves like sample samplers and he, he's got a, a lot of great gear and I've been recording a, uh, a hip hop artist in town lately. Nice. And Who? shout him out. Uh, Jordan Hude. I, th- I think that's his last name. I, I also I want to know I I always forget to ask him what his uh, like artist name is I don't think it is Jordan Hude but it was sick I was not sure what to expect at all and uh, obviously I've never recorded hip hop at all I've only done like rock and jazz stuff yeah. more or less and uh, yeah he came in and I had like a mic ready and everything and within like five minutes of us even meeting and interacting. He was on a mic, like getting the verses down and tracked and, and it was sweet. It, it It's a lot of fun to, uh, to really get to just focus in on a vocal part. Like he had the beat from this guy in LA that he got. And, uh, and then, yeah, he just went for it right away. And he's clearly had that down. And then he had the energy energy to just like spit it all out verse and chorus. And then, um, yeah. And now we're going to be doing some more sessions with him, which is sweet, but yeah, I want to build beats. So then like that could be another part. Cause I have so many like, uh, uh, stand up bass lines that I've recorded with like Alex from mother son or, or even I have like the Kamloops Kamloops symphony string section, like their quartet that I've recorded. I was like, those string sections would be great to just cut up and sample for, uh, for some beats. And, um, so I want to go in that direction at some point. That'd be sure. cool. Yeah. If you get that going, 
call me because I'd like to be yeah, part that'd of be that cool. process and just that'd see be like really cool. how it works. And, yeah, yeah. Because I love, like Jesse too, we love old hip hop. Um, we like a few of the same producers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you listen to Jay Dilla. No, no. Uh, this is what I'm saying. I need to like, Dude, I need if, to get like, on it. Like Jay Dilla is like the god of like hip hop beats in my mind. Um, listen to him and he like he samples the dopest shit. Um, like everything. Like I know he sampled like soap commercials from the fifties. Oh, and, like things like things like that. That's and, dope, dude. And it's it's really dope. And his catalog of music is extensive. Um, but yeah, that would be a good learning point, I think, for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been I've been watching a lot of uh, Kenny Beats. Uh, okay. Do you know who Kenny Beats is? On He's YouTube? like a newer guy. Yeah. yeah, he does these videos where uh, he has an artist come in and they he's building a beat and they're sitting behind him like writing bars uh to put to the beat and it's like a 10 minute video and in that 10 minutes he builds a beat and they they put like a ver- a few verses down yeah and and he's got tons of artists that have come in jay dilla might be one of or uh, does jay dilla just do beats or does he also he just do, does beats but oh, he's, okay. he's uh been deceased for Oh, like, like so he's years. not in it. I mean, yeah. maybe they got like Jay Dilla's ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have. <laughs> they might have yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really cool to, uh, do the hip hop stuff. I've also gotten to record another band in town, uh, called The Houses, and we did an EP with them. And then this month, I'm recording a band called Stone Fruits, which is uh, two guys from a band called The Floorboards in town and they're starting like this new like pop pop punk psychedelic thing i'm not like it's gonna be shaped up more by the end of the month but i'm really excited to work with them there there's a lot of artists that have been blossoming through the pandemic that haven't even been playing live i don't think i'm i'm excited to see like what is gonna come out of that but yeah have you seen? Have you ever done a live show and just seen anybody choke? <laughs> like, 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 anybody just be help like, them? <laughs> just no, not yet. Terribly. Man, I've gotten to. We've had the opportunity to to play some live shows in the past two weeks, which is funny because I think the last time we spoke, uh, I think a bunch of shows got canceled at that time, and yeah. I was just getting so used to not. Or like, yeah, not getting my hopes up for shows. Yeah. And we'd be booking, but just like not going to get my hopes up just in case it gets canceled. But yeah. we got to do a great show at the FE Arts Collective, which is the the new venue in the North Shore. Okay, yeah. And uh, and they're doing, they they renovated the inside of the, it, it was the old stage house. Yeah. Um, and it's dope in there. And we got to do a sold out show there um, last week or uh, two weeks ago. What's it like doing a show now? Um, that's a good question. Indoors, it's yeah. like everyone is seated. There's no mingling. Uh, there was a server, so you get you get your drink. You don't have to move around. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was a great vibe. It was a really good group of people who were there, and it was just so nice to to actually play indoors it like the energy was really 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 cool and then we got to play in vancouver the next day and that was outdoors so it was people were allowed to stand and dance 
And yeah. that was that was insane. That was, that felt like normal. Like, like my Do you like doing an outdoor show? Yeah, dude, this was in this beautiful backyard like this uh um heritage home in Vancouver. Nice. And uh yeah, and and they had it covered and there was like a lighting girl there that was doing this like crazy ink uh lighting on us and um and we had Graham Howe who used to live in town. He he actually lived at that house, so he was doing sound and um yeah, it was that was like my cup is full again, which is it's been empty for two years. I kind of forgot like about how important playing music was for me and how how much it helps my like mental state. Um, and now I like appreciate that a lot more, and I understand that it is very very important because you 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 sit at home and you practice every day. Yeah. But you're not playing shows and it's like the that work doesn't connect to anything if yeah. you're not playing shows. I mean, you're, we're recording a lot and stuff, but the 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 connection with like playing in front of people and actually like working out the tunes in front of people and seeing how they like how people react to these songs and things are it's so much more important than just sitting at home watching Seinfeld and playing to a metronome for 6 hours. Sitting at home watching Seinfeld mm. is pretty pretty fucking important. I love it. I'm getting really good at it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did Seinfeld start? My dad asked today. I was like, hmm, good question. I said the '90s, but it's got. Was it early? I think it was like 1989. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was like, dude, they had a hell of a run. Like, Man, yeah. yeah. But someone's someone's beat him out now. Oh, uh, I think like it's always sunny in Philadelphia is like one of the longest running shows now, which is also really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I haven't watched it in a long time, but man, oh man, yeah, that's that's such a good show. Yeah, um, it's unreal. Yeah, unreal. But getting back to doing shows outside, mm-hmm. um, I actually was brainstorming and I was like, man, I got a new vehicle, Dope. right? And I bought it with you in mind. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, a, is it a van? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. But trust me, I wanted a van. But I got uh I got a truck. Oh, nice. And the beauty of this truck is that it has a built-in generator in the truck. Nice. It's like a I don't know, like a 7.2 kilowatt generator, which is enough to power a house. Oh, okay. So that could power power a band for sure. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just know, play right outside. I don't know. Here. Again, it depends if you're bringing Gogo Bordello. Or yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Google and oh, man, that's a good point. That's yeah. They're know. a house full of energy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, man, it would be sweet to just pull up somewhere mm-hmm. and just do like pop up shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we would have all of that. We can use. I'm assuming we can use Jesse's equipment. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think he said yes earlier. Yeah, I think I think yeah. like I think we have an agreement somewhere where I just like crayon that in and yeah. I'm like <laughs> uncreate. Yeah, plus Taj Jesse can said use yes. your stuff and Jesse agrees totally. Yeah. <laughs> I I I like that idea. I, honestly, I was thinking about this today. Yeah. Um because of how so many venues have been affected yeah. by this. Like in, in Vancouver, a lot of really, really good venues have been shut down over the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's going to be a lot, a huge DIY scene of like, and, and COVID conscious DIY scene, yeah. like, like the show in Vancouver was like 
there was outhouses there everyone had to be outside it was it was very covid conscious and i think it was uh i think they were checking if you were vax i i i can't remember if that was they must have been i'm not really sure but uh yeah i think like that diy scene might be something that uh might flourish in the next little while because there isn't many venues to even get to play shows in but we're we're lucky. I think that I think Kamloops is starting to open up a little bit more now that like the vaccine and everything. But I don't know. I'm just I don't, I don't know those. what else to compare it to really. So I don't know what is going on anywhere else. But like it was interesting to see. It was interesting to see Vancouver. I was. How is it now? How is it when you went? Yeah, it, good. I I think I think the people. I was I was really worried that coming out of the pandemic, like even though we're not necessarily out, but that people weren't going to want to go to shows. But I am yeah. I was very oh, very dude, wrong. No, we're like junkies, <laughs> yeah, like dope sick for like years. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. Just give me, give me like a guitar. Coming out of the like, shadows. <laughs> yeah, like, man. People let me were buy still. This, let me buy this truck and maybe you'll play me a song. <laughs> That's why you bought the truck. That's why I bought the Holy truck. Holy shit, man! You should have at least messaged me and let me know. I, don't, I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to scare him and put him off. <laughs> maybe if I I'm too excited podcast, right now. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe if I put him into on a podcast and he says yes, he he's not gonna it. have to. He's gonna be forced to listen to me about this. <laughs> yeah, I tried calling you, man. I went straight to voice so like three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I blocked your number yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah. But, I, was, uh, I was in Vancouver on July 1st. Oh, yeah. And that was like the day Bonnie Henry lifted restrictions. Oh, and yeah. Dude, I was like, COVID what? Like, it was like nothing ever happened. I was like walking down the street and people were like drinking beers, giving me high fives, like giving me <laughs> hugs and stuff. And I'm like, I was like, dude, what the hell? We went out. We went out to a pub for drinks and like. The clubs were open. I I was I was amazed and I was just like, this is insane. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. what just happened? Yeah, with the, the, the double the double vax kinda definitely opened things up quite a bit. But it's it was it's dope. When it's I dope. saw it feels, that there's I, life again. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's really cool. When I saw that, I saw that people were dying to live mm-hmm. and have fun. And that's when I was like, dude, when this is actually kind of in our our rear view mirror, we're gonna have a hell of a time. <laughs> and, it, and I feel like it's I close because people are like on the edge. Yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah. I we are we are definitely like we're at the point now where people are comfortable mm-hmm. enough in knowing like what they're willing to deal with, right? In terms mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. going out, so not a lot of people want to go out. And, and go, the people and the people, yeah, exactly. You have the option to still yeah. stay home, obviously. Yeah. So um, like, if you want to, but I know like a lot of people we know. Yeah. Our age group, especially, are like, let's go out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, you do an outside even, show. Even just going to Red Collar and stuff is yeah. is like a mate. We I went there the other. They they have couches in there and stuff now. It's yeah. it's it's so sick, and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely nice to be able to to do that now. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm very fine. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been to Red Collar in a while. I want to check it out. Yeah. Um, the one thing I found throughout this pandemic was that my social circle died because when I wasn't able to, well, throughout this and throughout like how much I was working before, mm-hmm. 
I wasn't able to link up with people as much or like casually be like, oh, let's go for a coffee. Definitely. And you're a social dude. Like you are yeah. doing that. Yeah. I mean, pre-pandemic. Yeah. It was huge for me. Right. And then <sighs> yeah. not being able to like, I don't, I don't like talking on the phone. I'm not like, hey man, how, like I'd rather sit down with people and be like, what's going on in your life? And you have way more candid conversations kind of like. Yeah. Right yeah. Now, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So my social life kind of died when all mm-hmm. this happened. And I'm thinking that when we turn the corner on this, it's going to be really fun, especially for you with all the opportunities that you're going to have. Well, it's going to create, I th- I think it's going to create more of a, uh, like honest interaction now because people are going out because they want to yeah. and they, they understand what it was like to not have that. Um, so it's creating this, like, like there was a show that, uh, there was a jazz show that uh, Jared Wilman, Alex Ward, and Chris Rustin played at the Cami Inn yeah. not too long ago, and it was the first live music event that I was at uh, since the pandemic, probably. Yeah, and people were buzzing like you could feel the buzz in in that room. Yeah. I was I was like so in a good way overwhelmed yeah and it felt like a real moment and everyone felt uh it was so honest and genuine and and everyone was there because they really wanted to be yeah and i i yeah like i said i think that is that's what the pandemic kind of cultivated yeah and uh, i think you're gonna get a lot of that because the appreciation that you're gonna see now is gonna be far greater when people have the most basic shit stripped away, that's when you realize how much you want it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you yeah. guys are gonna benefit from that because you're gonna feel the love. Well, that's man, was, already right? that even those two shows, like yeah. the love was there. It was, yeah. it was really, really, really nice. It was, uh, yeah, it was really nice. I can't wait to do more now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Also, I think just the, the connections between bands now is is like there's a more positive thing between everyone everyone's circle of bands and the way they're interacting yeah. because everyone's starting to realize how much they want it and how bad like all of the other bands that you're getting to interact with want yeah. it and um yeah like getting to see postmodern connection when we did that live stream here was was so cool and their their new music is so cool and you can tell they've just been working since the pandemic and uh yeah i'm excited to see like my alberta band friends and and vancouver i mean i'm getting i've had the opportunity to hang out with my vancouver band friends a lot they've been coming in to town to record their project as or some of them have come into town to record their project as well so it's been nice to see all those roasters roasting around see i'm i'm against this <laughs> what I'm, what do you got i'm not here for it i think you gotta have beefs <laughs> gotta, yeah good point yeah yeah I you're mean, right dude the height of the tupac and big yeah. in the music industry is unrivaled in terms of um, how much attention that got yeah 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 all the news, <laughs> right. like all the time right. you know what i mean like i remember seeing on global news being like oh yeah and tupac and bivy <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys 
you guys need to elevate your game. Uh, you're right. You're right. There's uh, you're too chill. You can't be so passive all the time. You know, you're right. I, I love everybody. Let's Actually, see, let's if see, there's let's see you guys some... talk some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk some shit here. <laughs> yeah. Let's. No, do it. I think uh, I think that if anything, uh, the pandemic taught me to like be less passive and more like more honest and transparent. I I have no shit to talk though. That's the problem. Is like I then think you're there's. Not being I think there's and transparent with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is, no, we're I gonna have that, a breakthrough right I here. I think the beef. There's you're, we're we're working so hard on music as musicians to create beef is sidetracking from all the work that we already have to do. Yeah. Um. Like there's so much sh- better shit to worry about than like someone that doesn't like you or you know whatever like i got i got fucking i got i got triplets to practice at home and figure out how to play 16th notes well in a jazz solo or something i'm not worried about yeah. other people's bullshit right now you need to get a little more of that thug life yeah <laughs> yeah you're right i need you're to right. see Emilio with a thug life next, tattoo yeah <laughs> next time next time yeah. i come in we'll we'll uh we'll work on we'll that. get more thug we'll life. work like yeah. we'll work on your uh image and your branding yeah yeah <laughs> we'll work on that i'll come in with uh you're taking this yeah, yeah i should have wore that before we, we started oh, man. yeah it's all right though Damn, we really missed that yeah uh what else you been working on what else you got on the go um Man, I honestly am just, I am on a gear acquisition conquest right now. Looking for... (laughs) I am buying microphones and preamps and compressors and just analog gear like crazy. Yeah. Um, Mainly, I want to be able to have a studio that can, that people out of Kamloops can look at, like check my website out. You and have a look website? at my yeah, I, I built a website. The website, yeah, it's uh, it's holycowsound dot com. Death and, Row Kamloops. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Slash, uh, but yeah, I got I have my gear list and I have some photos of the studio and everything up there, um, and uh, and yeah, I'm just trying to find. I'm I'm learning about all of this kind of self taught, but also through an amazing friend from Vancouver who's, uh an amazing producer engineer um who runs low red sounds in it's a it's a studio in vancouver okay and i've had the opportunity to go intern there a bunch lately nice and uh and i'm learning like what gears the right gear to own what what is the stuff that you just like waste your money on i feel like there's a lot of studios that waste their money on certain things that they just think they need um but there's more important things that that are just tried and true since the fifties. Like today I bought this mic from the Netherlands. I think he just sent it out today called a AKG D 12. And it's a, it's a kick drum mic, but it's been a kick drum mic. Like the Beatles used it and, and pre Beatles, it's just been a kick drum mic Uh, and buying stuff like that. That's like tested true and, still works to this day you know yeah. that that mic is from the 50s and I, i've been buying a lot of those kind of mics like I've, i i have a few mics from the 50s now and uh um yeah i'm my mind is just like constantly thinking about like what gear i need to uh create 
a studio that is worth coming to, even if you're not in Kamloops. Yeah. Because I think there is something to be said about, like, Vancouver has so many great studios. And uh, in Alberta, like, the Calgary-Edmonton hub, like, there's some great studios there. And, and I'm sure there is in Tor- Toronto. And, and, and 100% there's some good ones in Montreal and stuff. But uh, it would be sweet to build one that people actually think about wanting to come to that's in, like, the interior or the Okanagan or, you know, like, having yeah. a hub... Like, that's my eventual goal is to be able to, like, cultivate something that's a little more, a little bigger than just, like, recording, you know, uh, I don't know. I I just want to be able to get, like, a lot of cool bands in. I think you'll, you'll be able to do it. But man, I think you got to do the rap beef thing. And then, <laughs> and you got to listen. You got to pit. Maybe I'll Alberta. start. Maybe I'll ask Jordan if I can join him in his hip hop. Start spitting some verses. So you got to you got to pit the Alberta people versus Against, the Vancouver people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to you have to. No, we got to go East Coast West Coast if we're gonna do it. Well, this well, you're not going all the way out there. Oh, because, we're not now. Because not right now. <laughs> Right now, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're eventually, right, you're right. just start some Alberta beef. Right. Th- yeah. You got to start start small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alberta's got a lot of beef. So, so yeah, because there's a lot of beef to make there. So you start them, and then you yeah. you rein in the interior. Yeah. And the then interior. And then and then you go like, why are we all fighting? Because like, what about all these Toronto cats? And then and you then, go east. Nice. Yeah, then oh, you, so you know how to do this, dude? We can orchestrate this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, I got so, nothing but time. Yeah. Perfect. We'll, so we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah. I. It's a good strategy. Yeah, I trust that this is going to help me further my career. So let's there's do it. No way, <laughs> there's no way that this could fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. I need you to find me like a a really nice place where I can build a studio, though. That's the most important we'll, part. We'll start looking again because I know we looked at it. Uh, we talked about it. I'm briefly. a lot closer now. Are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm a yeah. lot closer to the to the idea of it. I I still don't know like where we want to make the studio and make the home. Like, yeah, Lacey and I are still. She's still going to school and, yeah. and to become a teacher and stuff. And but once we get to once we get closer, then then. Uh, even I, I I like the idea of even just looking at what potential there is, like for detached garages yeah. or like even like a shitty, uh, I don't know, like cottage in the backyard yeah. or um, dude, we'll just start looking farmhouse or something. Like now that I know that you're back in the market or you're actually in the market, yeah, we'll take a look at it. Like I got your brother a place, How's dude. He is he loving it? Yeah, I just set up his record uh, player in the house. I actually. Might have to go there after this and help him figure Dude, okay. out some speaker situations. Man. It's a dope house, though. You got to tell your dad. <laughs> okay. This has been bothering me forever. Okay, I, let's I, hear it. I met your dad at um, Mark's Barbecue when he, for his uh, for baby Mila's first birthday. Oh, nice. Mark is uh, Emilio's cousin, and I know the whole family. Shout out to yeah, Mark. Shout out to Mark Pinota and baby Mila. Yeah. Um, and Linda. And Linda, of course. Of Hell course. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Dude, I like I was feeling so sick during that time, and I had uh, undiagnosed health problems. And I'm sitting there at this barbecue, and the fires are happening, and I'm sitting like, I'm sitting there like almost about to pass out, and I'm just trying to like eat this hot dog or whatever the hell <laughs> I had. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. And I didn't say hi to anybody, and I was sitting right next to your dad, and your dad <laughs> just looks over at me, and he's like, 
What you don't even you don't even say hi. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's the same. My dad doesn't need to be feeling unwell to not talk to anyone at oh, a party. Dude. <laughs> he was like, "What the hell? Uh, we buy a house with you, and you don't say hi." And I was like, "No, dog. Like this, that's not like that's not what's happening right now." <laughs> I don't feel good. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, dude." Mario has no hate for you. Oh, okay. No I was way. like, "You gotta, you gotta make sure that me and Mario don't start a rap beef." No. <laughs> Mar- Mario, yeah, Mario's not down with the rat beef. He's he's all. hilarious though. Yeah. I was like, I was feeling so terrible, but in that moment, I was like, this is actually hilarious. Yeah, yeah. 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 He uh, he hates birthday parties. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna say that publicly. Me too. I was just sitting yeah. there. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting there, and then everybody's like, you got tons of people, and they're just I don't even know. And I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go. So I just gave her. I don't even know if I brought a gift. I can't remember now, but I was wow. like, I got to go. And they're like, where are you going? I was like, I'm just going out for a smoke. And they're like, we didn't, we didn't know you smoke. Does he even like, smoke? I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. I just, I'm going to go. I got it. Yeah. I got, I got, yeah, I got to go. And they're just like, okay, cool. And I was like, all right, peace. Like, I, I, I didn't like it, man. I thought like, yeah, that's, I thought I was just having like super heightened anxiety. But it turned out like um, it actually turned out that I had asthma. So like, oh no way! Yeah, and I oh, didn't wow. know at the time. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so like I wasn't breathing properly, and it was an asthma attack, not an anxiety. Have attack. you had anxiety attacks similar? Long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Like, and so, yeah, so I thought like that's what it was because I just had like a weird feeling. But when you're not like diagnosed, and that's like the weird thing is when you're not diagnosed with health issues, then you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, have. man. Because for the longest time, I just thought that like. I was going to the gym just being like, boy, am I fat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm getting punished. Dude, wow. Like, wow. I, I'd go that to the gym sense. and work out for, like, five minutes, and I'd be, like, dead. And I was like, oh, man. All those cheeseburgers finally right. caught up yeah. to me. But it was asthma. Why? Yeah, but it was asthma, and it's like. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Not well, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it is nice. because yeah. I'm N- like, Nice to know. Yeah, well, it's great because I could have more cheeseburgers, thankfully. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I'm like, man, if I can't have any more burgers, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I've i been uh, I've been veggie for a little while, and I had uh, Burger King's veggie burger, and it's 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 no good. <laughs> I uh, I don't want to just talk shit about if there's beef if there's beef I have it's with the the lack of beef burger that Burger King has and it tastes like cardboard it actually just tastes like the grill of a barbecue just the grill of the barbecue though it's <laughs> like the crispy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, okay I've never had it beyond me oh yeah it's dope is it actually it's dope I like it I like it a lot is it actually does it taste like beef. Uh yeah, I I have I have given my dad a Mario's a lot, Mario's very present in this conversation, but um, <laughs> Mario's a beauty. Yeah 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 yeah, he's, he's, he's dope. Yeah he is. Yeah. Um, I bought a Beyond Meat burger, gave it to him, didn't tell him it was a Beyond Meat burger. He ate it, and he was like, "Wow, this is really good." And I was like, "Yeah, it is." Hey, <laughs> and then later on, I told him that it was a veggie burger, and then ass. he was like, "Oh." <laughs> Why does it taste like meat? And I was like, magic. <sighs> it's magic. magic. Um, yeah, it Dude, is magic. I've, I haven't ever tried one. Um, it's worth trying. I say. I flirted with the idea of being not vegan but vegetarian. Yeah, start. yeah. Being vegan's tough. I I'm not. I I I, I dabble, but 
I promised Sorry. I wasn't going to talk shit about people. <laughs> then slow your roll. You still have a chance. <laughs> but oh, man. You're really propping me up with CBC. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, we're talking about CBC, Kamloops venues. Vegan <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, venue tested me. You tested me. This All is right. where we just fade to oh, black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. yeah, let's cut it. No, no, I don't really have a problem with uh, vegan people, but you're just you're just crying about it. <laughs> I'm just crying. I'm just. Oh. <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. No, but I tried. I I flirted with the idea of being vegan. It's it's too hard. Like mm-hmm. I I eat way too much. Well, I don't eat that much dairy. I just eat way too much cheese. Like yeah, no <laughs> cheese, cheese is tough. Cheese cheese is like, the reason. Yeah, I I hear you. She's, I don't think I could quit cheese. I, yeah, meat honestly was I I I don't think about it at all. It was it was way easier, but like some good cheese is is really hard to pass up. Dude, like I tried I tried just cutting meat out of my diet, like on certain days, mm-hmm. and even that was tough for me. But I think I just need to figure out because I'm so used to on like the stuff that I eat and I have like routines where I'm just like, okay, like this day we cook a steak and this day we cook chicken or this take we, this day we cook fish. Right. Like I'm set in that kind of cycle where if I don't cook it, then I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And then I just like order random shit and I'm like, ah, oh, man. Yeah. So, like, you it's, got, it's hard uh, to like, no, I, I, I agree. You, you have to like, uh, you have to put more effort in to, like every meal when yeah. it's when it's not just like chicken and and something yeah. or like you know a steak and something ribs and something yeah. yeah that that I agree when I was first switching over I was ordering out like crazy because I was like what am I gonna even eat but now now it it's it's so easy it's it's so easy I have a hard time also yeah. like. <laughs> real hard time going to a restaurant and then spending money on a salad. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. I never get a salad. Though. Uh, like why the hell would I pay for a salad if I can get like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that's a weight. Like to me, that's a poor financial decision. You're right. And I like, you're never, you're never going to get full from a, oh, I'm like, well, a salad. this doesn't, I don't even know why they put them on menus. They have, <laughs> They have more things than just salad out there. I'm telling you. I don't know. We'll go out for uh, we'll go out for dinner after this. And... You're gonna teach me how to yeah. eat vegetarian. Yeah, we'll go to the sushi place downstairs. And what the hell do they have? That's dude. Do you eat fish? No, no, no. Oh, okay, because no. I was gonna be like, man, that's not vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I eat, I eat steak and fish. Yeah, I'm vegetarian. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I love steak and eggs. Yeah, like yeah. steak. Steak is good because yeah. you know, like I only consider, and cod. I only consider like ground and filet o' fishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, like that's the biggest thing. How do you okay, not so eat on tour? On tour, like there is times where I have folded for a fillet of fish. Are you a big fillet of fish guy? No, I was. I was never until I was veggie, and then like we were just. It was late, and I I caved. But what can you do? It was good. It was great. Me and my buddy Andrew Chisholm. Yeah, I don't. Do you remember? Andrew? Name sounds familiar. Andrew Chisholm is a good buddy of mine. He passed away a couple years ago. But whenever we would link up and get wasted, we'd always get hammered and go get double fillet of fishes. Nice. 
and it's uh it's a tradition I carry every so often when I do get wasted now. Nice. <laughs> like, or, uh, double Shout play out to just, yeah. Pour one out. Chism. Pour one out for my homie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then take one down. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do. Yeah, absolutely. They're tasty, man. They're underrated. They're so underrated. They are. I, yeah. Everyone, whenever you talk about them, everyone's like, oh. What and then the it's like, wait, have you had one? Yeah. They're insane. I think you're missing out. Uh, yeah. But you know what? More for us. More for me That's and true. you. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm off the filet fishes. I've just caved Don't lie, once or man. twice. I know you're. No. <laughs> He's actually pescatarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just didn't know the yeah. word for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, maybe, actually. We're going to McDonald's Depends. after this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, right. You skipped the dishes at like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Well. Outside of being vegetarian and opening up a studio, are you doing anything else crazy or exciting that you're looking forward to? Uh, Mother Son's got new music coming out next, uh, probably in the spring. We recorded it during the pandemic when we were like first able to leave the yeah. the house and go to a studio. We went to Little Red Sounds and recorded an album. And then uh, also I'm working on my own solo album as well. And I got Robin Hodgson doing the cover art for it right now nice. and uh he's a dope camlips artist and um yeah i guess that's like the solo record is something i'm working on a lot just because i'm buying all this gear and i want to learn how to use this gear before i use it on on other people so yeah. i'm uh yeah so i'm recording a lot by myself which is a lot of fun but also kind of no or not annoying it's just i'm because i'm doing a lot of back and forth from the live room to the control room all the time like getting a drum take going to check if that's the take it's not the take going back so like it just makes hours and hours of work but yeah. i'm really stoked on how that's turning out i usually don't like doing uh things on my own i'm obviously working with other people um like other people are helping me get this record done yeah but i'm stoked i have one song like pretty much ready to go and then uh yeah I've, i worked with uh i worked with joseph and gabby on a music video that's all done and it's um and it's dope i'll I'll probably release that soon sooner than later anyway that's cool yeah um so yeah i guess there's a lot of music to come through uh, Mother Son and then just my stuff as well. What what instruments do you play when you're recording yourself? Like, what are you going to play and what are you going to, like, get someone else? Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's... Um, all I, I mainly try and do drums, bass, guitar, and then some of the keys, like uh, Rhodes or piano and stuff. Yeah. And then... But I've had, like, Alex play... Uh, saxophone he's played bass in a few he plays piano uh, like uh, amazingly so he's on piano and a track and uh do i have anyone else oh i got um mark the drummer of echo beach yeah. he's drumming in a song um and i'll probably have uh jared wilman on drums at one point and jared doherty on a saxophone or a guitar yep. and then i'm learning or i've been learning clarinet as well so there's a lot of clarinet in there because mm. everyone else that's around me is playing saxophones. So I tried to pick up, well, I tried to pick up trumpet and then 
I a clarinet. Clarinet. Everyone's everyone thinks that's lame, but it's so dope. Clarinets are so warm and beautiful. If I had it in here right now and I played a few notes, didn't they? They just they slow down that clarinet and sample it on that future beat. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I think they might. That's have. dope. Yeah. Yeah, I think clarinet is. I think clarinet's hip as fuck. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Might Can be I the swear? Only I swore. It's too late now. Oh no, we're gonna have to bleep that out. It's not like, <laughs> oh no. Oh, this doesn't fit with my theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clarinet, super sick. I'm, I'm loving it, and it's just, it's so nice to play an instrument that's just like one note at a time instead of in comparison to a guitar or a piano that's you're like creating these harmonies and things yeah. but to just learn how to play like jazz lines uh without having to learn how to comp or anything it's yeah. it's really it's been a lot of fun and just learning theory uh because of the clarinet as well because I'm going through these like basic like children's clarinet books I guess they're not just for children, but, um, so that's how we learn. Yeah. 31 year old (laughs) burnouts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Yeah. they're for everybody. Yeah. For everyone. I was going to say that everyone, but if you want to say 31 year old, I'll Google that. I'll Google that when I go (laughs) learning to play clarinet for 31 year old burnouts. (laughs) I'll just let you borrow. You don't even have to Google. I'll just let you borrow my books. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. But yeah, so I, I think that's also I'll probably have like Stu playing some like crazy synth in it and stuff. I, I what I want to do is once I get the record done, uh, I want to do a show at Republic, the art gallery where that Robin and Miranda uh, and I think they have a partner with it in there as well. But I can't remember. Um, I want to do a show in the art gallery with as many of the Kamloops musicians as possible and try and recreate the songs that I'm I'm recording because they, they are these like layered uh pieces that are not necessarily something you would see live uh, like for what I would do. Yeah. But having, you know, like ten people on stage, everyone trying to recreate all the little moments that I, I have like in the recordings. I, I really want to do that. And uh and also have maybe an exhibit of the art that Robin's doing for for this uh, release as well. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Um, be a good show to well, it'd be good to see multiple artists and Camlips working together. Working together, I agree. I mean, I agree. it's not the rap beef take. But yeah, it's kind of the opposite. It's, yeah. yeah, but that's the goal, in my yeah. opinion, is the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be. I want to be cultivating more. Um, you're you're thinking more so like. When the Crips and the Bloods had that picnic, and then they all came together, yeah, and then they, they what, were, like, were things we're all, not better because of that? Things were pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for that that's thing. what I want. That's, I think, like, I think the Kamloops is too small to to not all be working together. And I think you're living in a fantasy land. <laughs> you're right. I, you're right. I think I am too. But there's nothing wrong with striving for some better shit, dude. I'm gonna leave you. With a recommendation, nice. Which I think you should check out is an artist that I kind of stumbled upon through a lot of shitty rappers that I like to listen to. But they started uh, kind of featuring and rapping over this guy. His name is Hot Sugar. Hot Sugar is a New York artist, and he's very eclectic. I'll say 
and he makes beats, but he will oh, cool. sample everyday stuff. Like I've seen him sample, like he went to like the catacombs under Paris and sample like oh. the sounds of like uh, a bone hitting a skull and using that as like a, a drum track, right? And for a snare. So stuff like that. And it's super cool. He's got a documentary on, I think it's on Vice and YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's called Hot Sugar's Cold World. Cool. Check it out. Look at I'll what he check does. It out. Unreal. Like oh. I think it, I think it's a really cool take on things. It's uh, a weird kind of music mm. if it's standalone, but I think uh, it would be kind of good for your ear to pick up. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks, dude. And we will wrap it on that. So thanks for coming in. Thanks for another good episode. Anything you want to say to the viewers before we go home? Uh, and he just talk some shit about people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm here we trying, go. I'm trying to, here it is. Air it out, man. Air it out. All right. Uh, check out uh, my website, holycowsound.com. Um, I'll be posting more and more updates on the studio in the next like week or two. And making it a little more public. And and uh, if you want to email me, I think it's holycowsound at gmail.com. And we can talk about working together. I would love to record some more bands in town. And um, yeah, the Instagram stuff, sweet. But like, check out check out the the, the website and, and let's work together. And uh, hopefully get to hang out at some shows and shit soon. Death Row Camelot's coming soon. Death Row, Divine Divine. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, show me some love on social media. If you know of anyone that we should feature here on the podcast, hit me up. Or if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate, drop my name. <laughs>